welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast, where we have El Guapo, Dr. Nicolas. <laughs> I love that. Guapo, <laughs> Dr. Marissa, how are you? Great. She's so perplexed. So great. Dr. Sunny, how are you doing? Fantastic. We have uh, a special guest, a future like PT here. Special guest. <laughs> Alex. Alex. Uh, let's clarify that. What? What? I don't know what El Guapo means. Could guap his money, right? Oh, no. no. It's handsome, right? No, it's like getting some guac. There's a song about Did you that. say guac? No, like guac. guacamole? Ooh, guac is money, but like, <laughs> guac. We'll get back to this later, guys. All right. Uh, five things to try before shoulder surgery. Uh, Dr. Nick, this was a, a big topic for you. Like, Tell us about how this came about. I was uh, at a birthday party for a friend, and his mom was uh, asking me if she needed shoulder surgery. Okay. Uh, and it's a legitimate question that, you know, or actually just a general concept or content that uh, we probably discuss weekly with people, right? Yeah. Uh, and so there's a lot of things, and, and I think that people jump the gun and they say, you know, I'm 35, having shoulder pain, hasn't gone away in six months, do I need shoulder surgery? Whoa. <laughs> All of us are like, wait a minute, like we haven't even tried anything yet and age alone, you know, whatever. There's just a lot of things. So let, let's talk about some of those things. So uh, the first one, Dr. Marissa, give me like what, give me the first thing to try or not in special order, but what's one thing to try? Yeah, I'd say the first thing to try is moving the arm. <laughs> oh, it sounds fair. Right. So it sounds super counterintuitive because people in shoulder pain have started to not use their arm because yep. it hurts. They're like, ah, it hurts when I reach. It hurts when I do this. It hurts when I do this. So yep. I just use the other arm instead. Yep. Um, and that actually ends up being a little bit of a counterproductive way of addressing the issue because not only then are the muscles getting weaker, but yep. they're also getting um, less used to moving, which means that when you do move it, they're going to be more sensitive and you're probably going to have more pain when you start moving it after not moving it for a long time. Hands down. And there's a mental component no. to that too, right? Oh, it's the hardwiring from your pain. brain yeah. to the shoulder. There's electrical cords, right? You just your nerves. And those electrical cords aren't being used. There's no. not processing going on. So mm -hmm. even if you strengthen it, like that connection is still broken, right? So people get fearful of moving their arm. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a strength issue. It's also acknowledging that you are fearful yeah. of moving the arm. Of and course. I think it's a, and it's yeah. a big deal. So... Um, so what, okay, so is, is it just movement, generally move? What do you, what do you uh, recommend? To, to start, yes, yeah. So there's, I think, decent evidence to show that just moving your arm and mm -hmm. like lifting it as, as far as you can, um, even if you're having shoulder pain, especially like rotator cuff pain, yeah. um, is a good option for relieving pain. I think, Nick, you mentioned something about that at one point. Can you clarify what that was? Yeah, I just, like you a, should try to normalize your range of motion as soon as possible. Yeah. Right. Don't push yourself through any pain. Go to your limits. Um, do it a bunch. Yeah. I, I think that the the shoulder, if you think about it, it's like uh, like a tin man, right? If if you don't move it, there's no lubrication, right? It just gets squeaky. Yeah. And uh, motion is lotion, and you just move it. You get the the actual 
joint lubricated when you move it. So anything, even if that's pain-free range, mm-hmm. like Dr. Mercer said, there's so much benefit to that. Uh-huh. The mental side doesn't break down and, and your nervous system gets used to it. So I think that's big. And, and Dr. Steph, what do you think? Well, I think so many, I can't tell you how many people I've seen, and I'm sure we're all the same, um, that we've seen people actually develop frozen shoulder um, mm-hmm. from not moving a shoulder that's painful to move, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so frozen shoulder is when you're, the capsule that surrounds the shoulder tightens down um, and your shoulder can physically no longer move regardless of pain or not. So you can develop a secondary injury if you decide that you want to baby your shoulder and not move it. Yeah. So even even more advocation for just more of a reason that you need to... (laughs) Good, I love it. Um, More of a reason to to move. Okay, Uh, Dr. Nick, number two. What's another thing that people can do uh, to be able to limit or avoid surgery? Uh, strengthen the heck out of your shoulder, right? And this is what I think Dr. Mercer was talking about. Uh, most uh, movement, but also strengthening, provides some hormone and neurotransmitter release that will help decrease your pain. And not only will this uh, start building up the muscle tendon unit to become stronger and in reality probably fix your problem sure. area a little bit, um, but you'll develop some self-confidence and you'll be proud that you can start you know, doing things with yeah. your arm again. Yeah. You know, a week ago I couldn't lift a tin can. Now I can lift a twenty-pound dumbbell. Yeah, or I and, can vacuum. Right, and, and that's exactly it. So we have a variety of listeners um, that will actually listen to this podcast, and every single one of you will have a different experience with shoulder pain. Some people might have a rotator cuff issue, right? Different mm-hmm. symptoms: pain down the side of the arm, back side of the arm, maybe a labral tear. Um, where they have biceps tendonitis on the front of the shoulder. They're all variations of shoulder pain, so mm-hmm. we're not specifically talking about one. But ultimately, these things do apply to any or to most diagnoses, right? I, I think yeah. this is just general. So, you know, when when Nick is talking about strengthening the shoulders, I mean, it's the same concept, whether that's biceps or rotator cuff or labrum. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, and, and getting individualized treatment is is up to you and, and seeing a, a, a actual specialist, uh, such as a physical therapist. And so, but strengthening alone will help tremendously most of the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and I think that's good. And um, have you guys had success with, um, how, like, how long does that take, Dr. Mercer? What do you think? Like, how many weeks? Like, a day? Well, a little bit more than a day. Okay. Uh, so sometimes you can get good pain relief with getting some, if somebody hasn't moved their shoulder in a while, and yeah. all of a sudden they're doing some strengthening exercise for their shoulder, yeah, they're probably going to have a little bit of pain relief, yep. and then they'll probably be sore the next day because they haven't used the shoulder in a bit. Yep. Um, but I say in terms of general strengthening, usually four to six to eight weeks yep. gets gets a little bit of improvement in, um, or a lot of bit of improvement in shoulder weakness. Yeah. Dr. Mm-hmm. Steph, what do you think? Six weeks, four, six, eight weeks? I think six weeks is the gold standard. Yep. Um, but I've seen people, like Marissa said, muscle memory um, is a really big thing. And so you, you might have a shoulder that hasn't been working and mm-hmm. you do a little bit of exercise and it wakes up. Yeah. Correct. And so you might have a little bit more of an immediate response. Yeah. And everybody, yeah, and correct. Because it depends on what you're coming in with. If you have five years of pain and you haven't moved it, mm. oh my goodness. I mean, that might just genuinely one take session, six to eight weeks. Yeah. But so. one session of treatment can be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I mean, it can be mind blowing. But if this is, you know, somewhat newer um, and uh, you haven't rested it, Sometimes doing more strength on top of that it is going to aggravate it. So there's there's a, such a big equation, yeah. um, but I mean it's so much variation. So again, we're we're covering a broad concept. 
um, you know, as we talked about the even the frozen shoulder. So going on number three, Dr. Steph, you are really good at treating uh, some of these frozen shoulders, but a lot of these times, you know, number three, what is one thing you would uh, try before shoulder surgery? Be patient. Mm. Practice patience. What does that mean? Um, don't give I'm not up. Patient. So a lot of people, they'll, they'll go see a doctor and they'll get an MRI and they'll be like, okay, this is torn. My doctor said I have to have surgery to repair it um, and I want to get it fixed now. Mm. And I, I appreciate that and I've been there and I, mm. with my knee and I, I get it. Whenever you have something wrong with your body, you want it to be fixed right now. Yeah. But a lot of times surgery is not the only answer. And if you're just patient and you give it a little bit of time, your body is able to heal itself. Yeah. And um, there are things that you can do to facilitate that. How but much time? Until Hopefully someone should pull the trigger. Sure. Um, I have surgery? my number. Uh, I'd yeah. say six months. Dr. Marissa? Yeah, six months to a year at least because that gives you time to strengthen. It gives you time yeah. to even prehab it. So right. let's say you do end up choosing surgery. You, yeah. you should at least spend that time oh, strengthening and yeah. ready. That's but beautiful. yeah, like a year, I don't know, two years. Dr. Nick? Yeah, I would agree. I would say six months up to a year. Yeah. I, I'd go I go that one one year mark. And and you were saying? It takes a long time to strengthen it, right? Mm -hmm. Especially Huge. you know, it takes a long time for the tendon muscle unit, the tendon unit especially to heal when become or for the structures to become desensitized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And someone listening to this might be very frustrated and be like, Why don't I just get surgery and just have it healed now? But what mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand mm -hmm. is even with surgery it'll take up to a year to Correct. recover to yeah. get back to it anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean and gosh, uh, a year sounds like a long time. And it, it is very frustrating, especially when you have pain, when you're sleeping on your side and it wakes you up in the middle of the night. Um, you try and do a push-up uh, and it hurts you. You reach behind you to get the seatbelt and that hurts you. Or reach into the back seat to grab something and it hurts you. Washing your hair. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, but a year is very fair. Um, I, that's at the tail end. Mm -hmm. You know, six months is is early. I, I would say as long as you're doing everything possible, yeah. you've done rehab. Like a year of effort. Correct. Oh, How about that? I, that's oh, good clarification. Yeah. Effort, yeah. Lots of effort. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because people so, are paying for years. And yes. Say, okay. Well, I've had this for five years, so I'll just go get surgery now. False. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. So. <laughs> yeah. You have to be try actively yeah. trying to make it better. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna clarify yeah. this. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who just wakes up with it and they're like, I'm gonna have surgery in six months. No. 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 I'm just saying of effort. That's a mm -hmm. really good point. So, and if you, the day that you say, you know what, I'm going to start stretching, rehabbing, going to therapy, going to whatever specialist you choose, that point moving forward is a good timeline for yourself to, yeah. to give yourself and, and um, actually be positive about that because the brain is powerful. And if you think that you're not going to get better, likely <laughs> is, there's a lot of research about this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. If you know, believe in yourself. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So there's enough neurotransmitters that are released when you are positive and, and hopeful. Mm -hmm. And that's only going to expedite healing. Right. So you have to have self-belief in what you're doing. So if you don't, sorry, it's probably not going to happen at six months. Yeah. Okay? True. Uh, true, right? <laughs> uh, Dr. Marissa, number four. Cool. Number four is getting second and third opinions and Ooh. multiple evaluations oh. to, to before you go ahead and... <laughs> Get yourself under the knife. Um, Very fair. Yeah. So if you hear it from your from your ortho, mm -hmm. uh, your orthopedist, and they say, "Ah, oh, my doc says I need surgery," and so if that gets stuck in your head, yeah. But you could then go to a PT, yeah. and they say, 
no, 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 we can totally treat this sure. with with strengthening, and you're going to be glad that you maybe tried that out sure. as opposed mm-hmm. to just blindly accepting um, what a surgeon said whose job it is to cut into people. Sure, and and we're a little biased, right? I mean, in yeah, this room. Yeah, Some have yeah. surgeries for our, our sure whole... <laughs> appropriate, but... <laughs> And we work with a lot of great surgeons, and yeah. um, it's a team approach, right? And, and it's all about you guys, the listeners, at the center of that and making the best decision for you guys and helping you make that best decision, yeah. excuse me. So, uh, you know, we work with a lot of surgeons and we'll try whatever we can to maximize everything possible. And you have to, who are you working with, they they have to be on your side and they're trying to get you out of this. And uh, at some point you make that decision when yeah. you're ready to, to pull that trigger. Uh, but ultimately, sure. you're, I agree, I think you have to have Take numerous it. people mm-hmm. because you just want to make sure this is, there's, there's an interesting part that happens anytime that you uh, break through skin and you penetrate into a joint, mm-hmm. that joint never changes or never goes back to its original self. Correct. So whether that's a knee or shoulder, once you have sh- surgery, you're like the best weather detector on the planet. <laughs> that's very true. Oh, you break the pressure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you only have one, there are two shoulders and you only have that one, one right arm or one left arm. So this is not reversible. And yeah. I, I would hope that you make a well-informed decision based on numerous opinions, mm-hmm. numerous PTs. We have people who come see us. They've seen 10 cl- clin- clinicians before they see us. Oh. Ortho, Cairo, Acu, other PT, whatever. And people see us and they have other opinions. Great. That's beautiful. We're one person in that lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dr. Nick, you, you agree? I mean, this is something I, I feel like I hear you seeing a lot of people um, for these type of things um, on that, uh, you know, having multiple opinions. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole point of this one is to try different people and different things, right? Because yeah. not one route is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you may, you know, fail at one PT, but it doesn't mean another one might be able to help you. And you'll Agreed. be able to get along yeah. or yep. a Cairo or a personal trainer or a Correct. weight coach. Somebody along the line there is going to be able to help you with this. Preaching, gosh. That was beautiful. I have my hand up, my fist up in the air right now. That was powerful to the people. That was beautiful. I love that because we are all about integrating multiple disciplines. Uh, Dr. Steph, last one. Give people some hope. Reality check. Okay, so surgery is a big deal. We yep. know this, right? Yep. Um, my advice to anyone thinking that surgery might be their next option or their only option mm. would be please exhaust all of your resources before you take that last step because it is irreversible and you can cut in you a surgery can occur and there can be changes to the fascial tissue to the skin Mm -hmm. to the other things that maybe are a side effect of the surgery that you might be battling um so obviously we're physical therapists we like the conservative uh method of healing people Mm -hmm. um but my advice would be exhaust all of your conservative treatment options mm-hmm. first. And that's everything, right? I mean, that's, like you said, personal training. I mean, you name it. So there's a flavor for everybody. Mm-hmm. And and the PT is not going to solve everybody. Cairo is not going to solve everybody. Uh, acupuncture, personal training. Something will work for one specific person. Um, and it's amazing. We come back and we hear stories. You know what? Um, my... Uh, my acupuncture solved all my problems I've been having for years. Beautiful. Absolutely. They were like Perfect. the last piece yeah. of the puzzle that Love was it. like... You think oh, I care? Yeah. I, I don't have enough of a personality to care about that because it's about the person who's at the center. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. It's our listeners. I can care less 
I am all about whether that's here or elsewhere. As long as they get better. Correct. Yep. And I think if you understand that and the person you're working with, if they're not in line with that, I'd say reconsider other people because it's you. It's about you. And, and that's what this podcast is about. And that's what your team members and the people that you're seeing, your medical providers, should be all about um, helping you try and avoid surgery. And surgeons might be a little bit biased, but uh, everybody's on the same track to make you feel better. Right. Uh, perfect. Guys, those are the five things to try before shoulder surgery. Uh, we know you're going to feel better. Be positive and hopeful. From El Guapo and the whole team, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>